Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Seventh Man Podcast. I'm Will Beverina. I am the chief editor of Dimer2k.com. I am Josiah Cohen, the managing editor of Dimer2k.com. And I'm Len, uh, with no last name, uh, senior analyst of uh, Dimer2k.com. We are back for episode 24. You can check out all of our previous episodes on our YouTube channel. Just search for the Seventh Man Podcast. And we have the uh, most of our episodes on iTunes, Podbean, and Spotify as well. As always, we want to thank anyone for listening to us for all the support. It is always appreciated. Last time, gentlemen, we talked about the playoffs in a post-ticket world. This week, we're kind of here to do the same thing uh, because a lot has changed after Week 9, uh, as a lot is going to change after every week from here on out. Um, in fact, we posted some playoffs odds, which you can check out on our website, and we also have a graphic on the Dimer Twitter you can find as well. So let's talk about those odds. The Warriors are in the playoffs because of the ticket, of course, and are now joined officially by Blazer5 and Mavs Gaming, who both clinched a spot in Week 9. As it stands, Kingsguard Gaming sits at a 96% chance to make the playoffs so we should probably go ahead and assume that they're in after that it's the pacers at 87 percent and 76ers at 74 percent so pretty good odds for them after that is where it gets really interesting though uh no team outside the top six has a greater than 50 percent chance to make the playoffs brooklyn is the highest at 48 percent uh so, Josiah, what do we make of these odds? Are there any surprises or things that jump out at you? I think it is a little surprising um, that there's no team above 50% beyond uh, the teams ahead of the pack. Um, you know, one one wants to trust the numbers, but at the same time, you know, it's, it's easier to appreciate what one sees in the games and what one expects from the teams. You know, for example, the Magic at six and five have odds of twenty-eight percent, um, but we probably think their chances of making the playoffs are greater. That's that's no uh, indictment of the numbers. Um, it's just a, a comment on just how up in the air this playoff race really is. Yeah, uh, because as we note in the article, um, you know, simulating playoff odds is an inexact science. These aren't like definitive like these are definitely the numbers right there's there's definitely some um interpretation and there's only so much that a you know a model like this can take into account so there's a little bit of wiggle room but it gives kind of more of a general picture right yeah i i know a little i know a fair bit of what went into making the model that we have uh, and it's certainly very complex but again the only absolutely official standard is what the league produces. And since I'm not really sure what the league has produced at this point, and I'm not really sure um, of what the league is doing in terms of playoff odds, you know, ours ours are, are the best you can find, and ours are, are pretty good from, from all the stuff that's gone into them behind the scenes and, and all the numbers and whatnot that have, have gone into producing these odds. Yeah, so... Uh... Len, what what jumps out to you about these playoff odds? What what do you see in these numbers? Yeah, just to um, 
yeah, even to talk a little bit more about like um, that they're not definitive, you know, uh, the majority of those teams on the cusp are under 50%. So uh, I think even being at that point, like for instance, Nets GC, they're at 48% right now. I think, I think they were in the 20% range uh, prior to their two big wins uh, last week. Um, but even with the the two big wins, they they just they still jumped up and uh, they're not yet over fifty percent yet. And I think uh, you know in large part obviously is due to there already being three teams already clinched and then the Kings pretty much clinched. So that leaves four other spots and then two other teams in Pacers Gaming and, and the Sixers uh, with with pretty good odds to make it as well. So it seems like there's only two two spots really up for grabs out of these two teams on the cusp. Uh, you know, granted, uh, there not be a meltdown from uh, Pacers or, or 76ers. Um, but yeah, I mean, for the most part, I, I, I love this. I think it's super interesting. It gives a better uh, understanding as to how um, how teams can get in and what they need to do exactly to get in. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty... Sh- with with these teams, it's it's cool to see the teams that are now um, on the cusp there. Nets, GC, Celtics, Gaming. Uh, these are pretty much teams who are struggling early on in the season, and uh, they they seem to be some of the hotter teams in the league right now. So uh, it's good to see that you know these teams who who start off slow still have a really good chance of making the playoffs. Uh, I think this just proves that the season is longer. Um, longer than you know we may may think it is uh early on we we kind of were um were hard on some of these teams and uh to see them turn it around and make adjustments um yeah i think it's pretty good when you really scared me there um that is crazy to think about that there are only two spots theoretically up for grabs after the 76ers uh who i pretty obviously expect to make the playoffs but that is a really freaky thing to think about that out of the Nets, Celtics, Bucks, Magic, Cavs, Jazz, Grizz, T-Wolves, and Raptors, there are only two spots left, two teams from that group of teams who can make the playoffs. That, that That's just really freaky. And, you know, that's well, sort of yeah. discounting the Hawks and the Wizards who have very low odds right now, but it's, it's really shocking to think that there's so many teams still in this bubble and so few playoff spots up for grab for so many teams. Well, and I think that's what, you know, it's kind of crazy because we have three weeks left and granted, you know, we only have, you know, it, you know, go, obviously the numbers, uh, like, like Will was saying, the numbers aren't definitive, but, uh, if you're at 75%, you kind of feel like you've been playing good all year and, and, and you could kind of, cr- you know, cross that marathon finish line, finish line. But, um, so, I think, uh, you know, 76ers are pretty much, I wouldn't say they're a shoe in but I mean, I, I'd be pretty shocked out of all these teams if, if they weren't able to, to lock in that um, one of those spots there, but uh, that sixth spot. But uh, but yeah, I mean, just in general, this uh, these last three weeks, it's going to be really interesting. Like, for instance, last week, I think the, the team that really had the best odds outside of those top six was Cavs Legion. And I hit on that last week that they they were a team who I think they were on a four game win streak and they were and I said that they were beating all the teams that they should beat. And then granted, you know, it's like I cursed them this week. They come in and they lose to a team that they should have beat in Wizards uh, Wizards District. And that kind of I think that's a really big loss. I think that's a big blow to their uh, to their playoff chances as they I looking at their schedule. They play Bucks gaming, Celtics gaming and 76ers GT. 
uh, all three teams that need to win uh, right now. Celtics uh, Gaming is one of the hottest teams in the league right now. Bucks Gaming, they've kind of been back and forth. We saw them blow out the Lakers. Uh, then they came back and lost to one of the hotter teams, too, and that's GC. But, and then they have 76ers GC. So I think that they have one of the more uh, tougher strength of schedules. So, I mean, just going down this line, I, I mean, yeah, the, this next uh, three weeks of games, it's just going to be crazy because it really is for the last two spots. In a sense, it's kind of like the ticket where it's like, hey, there's two more spots left. You have three weeks to, to get in there. Uh, let's see what you do with it. Yeah, I, I know that the model, um, sort of like the Bucks uh, in the early stages of its construction and, and you know, really throughout, um, you know, as, as things were refined. So the Bucks with a big split, you know, obviously shellacking the lethargic Lakers, um, but the Nets, man, you got to hand it to the Nets, though. I I cannot say that I was confident the Nets would would sweep their pivotal games, but they basically bounced the Heat from playoff contention with their win, and then a huge, huge playoff race win to vault themselves over the Bucks in terms of the odds and in terms of the standing, sixty nine to fifty two. The Nets. You know, they moved Wavy back to point guard. They had Lav go off for 30 against his hometown team in Milwaukee. They had a great week. They they had probably had the best week, even though the Celtics you know, also went 2-0 uh, and have been on a serious tear lately. You know, I kind of like that Nets team to get one of those, those last two spots uh, because they're on a bye in Week 10. They come back in Week 11. They play Grizz Gaming and Wizards District Gaming. Those are two teams that likely aren't going to have anything to play for by Week 11. They're probably going to be knocked out of the playoffs um, because the Grizz currently set at 15%. The Wizards are at like 3% or something. The Grizz have the Um, 76ers and the Blazers next week. Yeah, so the Grizz are probably going to be out of it. The Wizards are going to be out of it. So those teams, the only real motivation they have is to play spoiler, right? Now, going into week 12, the Nets, final week of the season, the Nets play the Pacers and the Mavs. But, it, it, you know, again, these could be two teams that don't really have a lot to play for and may take their foot off the gas a little bit because it's, it's highly likely that the Pacers will have their playoff spot locked up by then. Um, oh, how dare you say teams that already clinched don't try hard. Uh, we'll 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 speak on that a little bit later, but um, yeah, it's I think it's definitely a real possibility, and you know, one of those things that the model kind of can't take into consideration, which is why I think the Nets are only at forty eight percent, despite standing at seven and five, and the the schedule on paper looks like a mixed bag, but depending on how things play out, it could end up very favorably for them shout out the pacers who you know credit to them they sort of entered this stretch six and four and they've they've done a really good job you know there was no guarantee um that they would not you know suffer a little tournament hangover from their deep run at the ticket where they came up just short they didn't have a particularly difficult slate of games in week nine it was it was two close games but it it was two close games which doesn't augur well but at the same time, a win is a win, and picking up two to move you from six and four to eight and four is very, very important. And then they've got a bye week this week to sort of prepare for you know potentially uh, 
the finishing line, the finishing stretch to try and get into the playoffs with four more games remaining. Well, and well, yeah, with these two teams, uh, going back to the Nets and talking about the Pacers, they're both going to be on buys this week, coming off 2-0 and weeks. I think both for them, that, that that favors them a lot, because they basically say, hey, you know, we won the two games we need to win. We go into a bye week where, you know, some of these teams like the Bucks have to play the Jazz, Celtics have to play Cavs, Legion, Raptors, Uprising. Uh, the Bucks have to play the Cavs as well, but... Um, these are all teams that you know they're in that 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 muck of the of the playoff race. So uh, you know someone's going to have to lose those games. While these while the Nets and the Pacers, they they're just going to benefit from whoever you know falls out of the race from those games. So yeah, I think I, I think both of those teams they line up pretty well. Uh, Pacers, yeah, I mean they 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 play two tough games, but I mean the Wizards have really looked you know they they've looked like they've kind of figured it out a little bit um it is too late obviously but even though that game was close uh i the you know getting the win is is all that matters i i think they could go into this bye week now you know take a take a deep breath and say let's go into these last two weeks and and just solidify uh uh getting that playoff spot yeah the wizards have been 5 and 3 over the last eight games, which is a fairly long time span, but they're certainly an improved team from the 0-4 Wizards that started the season. Certainly more confident. Um, I'm still not completely sold on the Pacers' offense right now, especially after a lineup change. Um, I think, Len, you were saying that you thought they looked like they had kind of solved their half-court offense issues during the ticket do you still think that after watching them this week uh i mean i think it's the i think it the lineup that they that they have out there is the best it's going to get i think that there can be issues when they find themselves down early as we were talking about last week uh with you know doing the post score meta if you're down and you need threes it's kind of hard to do with that with that lineup um so, I mean, in a sense, I still believe in the lineup. It did look like uh, there was a couple more hiccups that they had to overcome this week. Uh, but I think, you know, they, they have to live with that. I think uh, their identity is their defense. And, you know, as I was saying last week, that their identity was their defense uh, when we were comparing them to the Kings, whose identity was the offense. And when the other side of the ball works for those teams, they're at their best. And I think this week we saw again where their defense had to get stops. They... Uh, both games, they did an eclipse uh, 60. They only scored 50 against um, Knicks gaming. That's kind of low. Uh, but when you're a defensive identity team, uh, I think I think you kind of want to live with that. I, I with you know with what they have with their current roster. Uh, yeah, this just seems like like the best bet to to win it all. Uh, you're gonna have games where it's not gonna be going how you hope it does because they're throwing double teams at Ramo and shots aren't falling or he's not making the right pass or whatever it is. Um, but at the end of the day, they are one of the best defensive teams, uh, and they have to live with that. Um, but when the you know when they are when their offense is at their best, we see what this team can be. They go to the finals of the ticket. So. Uh, yeah, I think you know, I I, I wouldn't. Um, I see what you're saying. Like, I, I wouldn't necessarily say it's completely figured out. I think it's as figured as figured out as it as it's going to get this year. There's, a, I don't think there's another solution for it. You know, another grinded out team that relied on its defense and won a lot of really close games. The season one Pistons, <laughs> another Ramo team. Yeah, what happened to them? 
we don't we don't have time to break down well, the utter utter downfall of the one in twelve Pistons. I, well, I'm not talking about this. No, no, he's talking about last year. But no, last year. In in regards to to Ramo, though, I was in the Twitch chat two two weeks ago or three weeks ago. It was I think it was Maddie's last week playing point guard, and a lot of people were getting on Maddie because they weren't scoring in half court. And uh, Worthen Colt from Kingsguard was in there, and he was saying, "Hey, you know, you guys are giving a lot of, um, you guys are putting a lot of blame on Maddie's shoulders," uh, whereas he felt that. Ramo kind of dictates the offense and, it, and he doesn't really allow the point guard to work as much. And it is kind of interesting to see where, you know, the Pacers are kind of a team outside of heat check gaming who are no longer in the race for playoffs, but the Pacers kind of, they have a, a team where it's kind of dictated around their powerful, you know, their big man. And I think Ramo's style of play uh, is a big part of that. And that, you know, you bring up last year as well, where um, Ramo, you know, it was kind of the same thing, like the grind it out and just hope Ramo could score for you. And it's kind of looked like that's how the Pacers have kind of turned into. Granted, they have more talent on this team. You know, Wolf is one of the best defenders in the league. Uh, Swizzerk's great. Um, Beezus has, has shown to be, you know, that he's played his role ex- uh, extremely well. I think he uh, doesn't get enough credit for for uh, his, you know, his help to that defense. Uh, but... Yeah, it is. It is interesting to see that um, this is two teams now who've kind of uh, revolved around hoping Ramo could get them a bucket, uh, and it'll be interesting to see if that works in the playoffs because it didn't work for Pistons GT last year. Yeah, the the Pistons last year also made a a very weird lineup change. I was about to say yeah, and they and they also, yeah. if I recall correctly, decided to put center Ramo on the shot slasher. That was Hotshot, who was the best shot slasher in the league, which is a questionable decision when that's not something you've been doing. Uh, and I, I, are you talking about playoffs? I think what they did yeah. was, I, I, I thought they moved. I'm so far ahead to they did they did that know. too, but they also had Ramo play in center and they put him defensively on, oh, yeah. on okay, yeah, Hotshot, yeah. which oh they, yeah yeah where they and he just yeah. did yeah. not help they, things early on. It yeah. did not work. For one second. That's what I was suggesting. And they yeah. stuck with it for so long, even though it clearly wasn't working, which it was um, really weird to me because you had Insanity just sitting there. Like, that's kind of, you know, that's one of your guys, like a good defensive player, but whatever. It's. I think, yeah. but I think that's kind of pointing to um, the type of it. It's not an, you know, it, it, it is a knock. It is a knock, but it's, you know, talent. Uh, Talent wise, Ramos one of the best in the league. But um, right, yeah, I think it. But it it is something to say where he does, you know, something. If if the point guard's not doing what he expects them to do, or he he likes to take over the offense. And and I think in the defensive wise, last year where he didn't want to trust anyone else, being able to stop hot shot, he wanted to take that challenge on himself. I think sometimes you know that that negatively affects the team overall. It it takes it takes more than a one man team to win it all. Definitely, definitely, and uh, yeah, and you know, granted, he has a more like I said, he has a more talented team this year. Yes, but we're seeing we're seeing it again where he, you know, he went half the year um, trusting Maddie in a sense to to figure it out, and it never really got figured out. And they finally said, "Hey, this is what we're going to do," and it did work in the ticket. But it, you know, just to go back to Will's point, grinding it out like this. 
how uh, successful can that be overall? Because at the end of the day, you want to win it all. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I, I, I like my main point is you know, you're winning right. You're you're grinding out a fifty to forty-seven win over Knicks Gaming, and a win is a win in the regular season. But what happens when every team is good in the playoffs, and you're trying to grind it out with teams that have a lot more firepower than Knicks Gaming? And that's, that's you know, my point. Yeah, and also once it gets to the playoffs. Um, it's not going to be like the ticket where you have one game and they can't figure out how to stop Ramo for one game. If Ramo goes off first game, I guarantee these teams in the playoffs aren't going to let aren't going to sit there and watch it for a second game. You know, they're going to find ways to say someone else on that offense is going to have to score against us. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what you I know, think- if they run up against the 76ers in the first round, hey, Jeff Jeff Terrell will have that uh, will have a solution by halftime of game 1. Well, yeah, that's an interesting thing with with all these teams in the playoffs. Uh, pretty much every team that's currently in the playoff race or, or clinched already uh, has a coach of the year candidate. So I think, I, you know, once we get into those games where it's, you know, three game series, um, there's going to be adjustments made. And I think some, you know, Swizzirk and Man in a Car, they're, they're, they're going to have to step up and, and score a little bit. Uh, and Ramos going to have to be open to them doing that as well. So, uh, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, Pacers are a good team, but I mean, the the question does does remain: how will this um, how will this lineup do in the playoffs uh, setting? Yeah, and you also think about when you think about the best pick and roll defense teams in the league. You're talking about the teams that have already clinched, like the Warriors, Blazer Five, Mavs Gaming. Um, depending on well, I, I some of that may depend for the Mavs on when Rux gets back, if he gets back in time for the playoffs. But um, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for the uh, for the uh, Pacers, I think, in the playoffs. Um, one thing I do want to point out is I was very interested in that we touched a bit on the Celtics. They're at 43% right now. They're 6-5. and five. Meanwhile, Magic Gaming is also 6-5, and five, but they only sit at 28%. And... I don't know. I, I both teams. I don't think the schedule discrepancy, remaining schedules, are that different for there to be kind of like a a fifteen point difference between them. I am not entirely sure of the entire background. I'm gonna guess that it has a large part due to whatever tiebreakers these teams have. Um, oh yeah, which I don't have off the top of my head. I know the Magic have a couple solid wins but i know that they also got blown out by the bucks they lost to the nets they lost to the Cavs with that asterisk so yeah i I know the magic didn't do as well uh, in constructing the model as you know i expected from my you know sort of empirical point of view um but and again i don't remember exactly which wins the Cavs have from earlier on i remember they beat the nets um but that's that's all i remember exactly um it, it's tough to say. I don't think the schedule necessarily gives either team so much of an advantage. Looking at it, you know, you say maybe two semi-confident wins for the Celtics, uh, maybe two or three for the Magic. But I think what's really interesting uh, and what could prove a pivotal game in the entire playoff race is their head-to-head Week 11 clash. Yep. 
Yeah, uh, I was just looking at um, what what uh, maybe it was point differential because I you know last week uh, Celtics had the two blowout wins over both Warriors gaming and Mavs gaming. That'll help. Uh, that that helps the model for sure. Yeah, yes. so uh, Celtics currently sit at a uh, plus 5.2 point differential, whereas Magic Gaming sits at a, a plus 0.2. So they, they have five points on the Magic right now, too. So I think that might play a little bit into it as well. Yeah, that's a good point. That that definitely, I know, is something that, that does play a role. And, you know, we're still tinkering with it to, to try and be as accurate as possible with the weighting that point differential gets. Um, but, yeah. yeah, that's a really good point. Um, that definitely... That definitely accounts for at least some part of the discrepancy between those two teams. Yeah. Also, Celtics Gaming also has Lakers on their schedules, too. Lakers I, I, I Lakers that, are not a good team. Yeah, that I no. think that helps quite a bit. Yeah. Um, so, for, for getting all the numbers, for just not even paying attention to all that, who do we think has a better chance between the Magic and the Celtics? I think that's a very interesting question. Um, I mean, Celtics have looked really, 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 really impressive. Um, controversially, uh, you know, regardless of the controversial, uh, I, I'm saying that with the, the bunny ear quotes, uh, of controversial wins last week, uh, they just look good, uh, outside of the, you know, outside of their ticket loss to Raptors uprising, uh, they just seem like they figured out their regular season issues and, you know, I don't know how many they've won here in a row. Uh, five. They won five straight. Yeah, yeah, they won five straight. I, I, it's hard to go against them right now, and I think, um, I think how their schedule lays out, uh, their two hardest games are going to be the two games, their two last games where they play Magic Gaming that last game of Week Eleven, and then they play Pacers Gaming in Week Twelve. Um, I, but. Yeah, needless to say, I, I think I, I'm leaning Celtics gaming. Uh, maybe it's uh, recency bias as we didn't get to see Magic Gaming last week uh, and we saw two blowout wins by Celtics gaming. But um, but yeah, I think I'm leaning Celtics. But I would not be shocked if Magic made it either. They, they've looked actually really good ever since acquiring Toxic. Um, Jonah continues to impress me. I think he deserves a lot, uh, a lot more love. Uh, in the coach of the year talk, um, you know, granted it makes sense why Tommy Abdenauer and, and DJ Layton and LT, they're all, uh, at the top of it because their teams have either clinched or they're right on the cusp of getting into the playoffs. But I think just what Jonah has done with this team where, you know, people were questioning why he took Reed, people were questioning why he took DT, uh, you know, I just, just what he's done with this team, how, how, He's implemented Tuck into the lineup, and, and Tuck's look great. He's implemented King Cam into the lineup. He's used UC Manny really well. I think just overall, just as a coach, he's just really doing well with with the um, with the current assets his team has. Uh, and I, I just think he deserves a little bit more love uh, in that Coach of the Year um, talk. But, yeah, that kind of went sideways. But for the most part, I, I go with uh, Celtics game. I lean Celtics gaming. And I lean Magic Gaming. Um, not that I don't think the Celtics have been impressive of late. They have been. You know, they have Fab, who's the best player in the conversation, um, which is not a slight to any Magic Gaming players at all. Um, but I like the Magic. You know, I think, you know, you look at their schedule, 
you know, you, you have to feel pretty positive about playing Hawks Talon, Grizz Gaming, and Wizards District Gaming. You have to feel good about those games. You know, I think they can beat the Mavs. I, I'm really not worried about them beating the Mavs. And then the Celtics, which is obviously the pivotal game. But beyond the schedule, as Len said, they've looked really, really good since getting toxic. They've been very strong overall. And, you know, they're one of the few teams that's actually proven themselves in crunch time. You know, they haven't been able to make the finals or win a tournament, but, you know, they've had very, very deep runs in a way that while the Celtics, you know, came into the season and perpetuated that uh, theory during the first tournament of the year as being a great tournament team, you know, they've they faltered very much so in recent tournaments. Um, and I think in crunch time, you know, my, my gut leans slightly towards the Magic, which is ironic considering I think both Len and I uh, were very, very high on the Celtics coming into the year. But, you know, those two teams might be the two teams, you know, to, to take it all. The Nets, the Nets are not out of the woods yet. You know, the Cavs are not out of the woods by any means. The Bucks have some very tough games remaining against uh, some, some other playoff hopefuls. So, you know, we might see the Magic and Celtics just be the two teams to pull ahead. You're being too nice. You're being too nice. Cavs Legion is is done. But I go ahead. Will. Go ahead, Will. What? Oh, what? Elaborate. Uh, what? Elaborate on the, Cavs Legion. Was that real place. or are you? you yeah. Are you no. Doing a jo- no, they're done. Cavs they're, Le- I think that the, you know they they the game that they needed to win was against the Wizards. They have three tough games, and just how these other teams are playing with two spots left, I I I could I would be entirely shocked if Cavs Cavs Legion made the playoffs. The, the Wizards' loss was a bad one. It was a really bad yeah. one. Um, and they have the Bucks, Celtics, and 76ers to go. Uh, a lot of things I, have to I, fall in their favor. They only have three games left. A lot of these other, like uh, Magic and Celtics, I believe, they both have uh, five games left. Yeah, they do. Yeah. And uh, it just a lot of stuff's going to have to fall in their favor. And, they, and not just that, the three games that they play, uh, I, it, it's just going to be... I, I don't know. I, I'm stamping it. You know, I'm a, I'm a person about percentages, as you guys know, um, going back to the NBA finals. Uh, and I'm going to say that the Cavs have a 0% chance to make the playoffs. What? Uh, oh, never mind. Never mind. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be tough for them. It's going to be tough for them. I won't say there's no way they don't make it. 0% chances. 0% chance is not very flattering. The the model the model gives them twenty seven percent, which isn't high. Um, but I, I was I was just taken aback by that comment. It's quite the comment. I, I'm, I'm, I full. This is wholeheartedly like I have no no doubt in my heart right now when I say this that they are not making the playoffs. All right. Wow. <laughs> You better hope they don't. We're gonna, we're gonna take note of that one for sure, one way or another. If anyone on the Cavs is listening to this right you now, you are gonna get blasted. You're, you're gonna get it absolutely it's, blasted. No, no over. more interviews. Hey, for I was, you. I, I was, I was up on them. I was up on them last week when we talked about it. You know, God of 2K. I said he's in my top five defense player of the year. I think O'Leary's been great. I think Strainer's been great, but. They needed to beat Wizards. They needed to beat Wizards DG. And when they didn't do that, and now I look at w- what these other teams uh, are going against and, and what they have ahead of them, 0%. I'm sticking to it. I, I will say they have been a very inconsistent team all season. And we pointed out last week, you know, during their 
uh, four-game win streak. It was a very soft schedule. So it would take a little something more than we've seen from them all season for them to beat teams like the Bucks and the Celtics and the 76ers consecutively in Len's defense. Um, yeah. At the same time. And at the same if, time, how different would this conversation be and their outlook on the season be if they had coughed up an eight-point lead with 20 seconds left? I mean, this there there's a lot of like like what ifs though. Like, yeah, but that's the one I what, pick. What if they? But that's the one I pick because so. I, I could pick I I could pick the one if you know like a pro wasn't uh, quote unquote cheating, then they would have another loss on their record, and, and Magic Gaming would be in a better spot too. So I mean, the, the, there's a lot of what ifs with Cavs Legion, but uh, that yeah that that's a big one. But um, yeah. I think I think the fact that there's so many what ifs it just doesn't lend credence to their playoff chase uh, on the whole. But you know, perhaps that's just because we're focusing on, in on them. We could probably go back and dig up plenty of what ifs on on a number of teams. But oh, I'm, I'm curious. Definitely. I'm curious to hear your thoughts on you know a team we've barely mentioned at all. You know, but but someone the the model still gives double digit odds to, and you know someone who probably needs to, to win out, and that's that's Jazz Gaming. The Jazz. Um, Will's favorite I team. I mean, my favorite <laughs> team? I'd, I'd really like you to elaborate on that comment. I don't know what I'm talking about. That's just... You just said the Jazz. With, I don't know what with, you're talking with, about. With such amicability in your voice that I thought, wow, all right, there, there's something there. When? What are you talking about? I don't know. You probably liked the Jazz Gaming tweet on Twitter at some point. I, I okay, the only thing I've really said about the Jazz all season is that it should be at least playoffs or bust for them. Okay, see, there we go. That's a, that's a stringent fan appreciation comment. That's not me. Be, that's not me liking Jazz Gaming. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about here. Let's just. Let's just... I, Jazz, jazz okay. gaming does sound like Mavs gaming. Oh, <laughs> thank you, Len. Thank you, Len. Len, I think I should recount the anecdote that I I um, I had to run out the Friday night of the ticket, and the very last thing I saw before I ran out was the Mavs miss the uh, the buzzer beater against the Knicks. And of course, before I had to run out, I, I sent a message to our our group chat saying. How's that, Will? Or how are you now, Will? Um, Will, of course, for the record, uh, and for those who who don't keep track of these things like I do, picked Mavs Gaming to win the ticket. Which yeah, how'd your prediction which they go? Did I don't even know. Why I don't even know. Why. Exactly. I think they it, they won a game. They, the Seventy Sixers won a game. It wasn't the Warriors. It. I don't care. It wasn't the Warriors. It wasn't the Mavs. It wasn't the Mavs. Yeah, the Mavs lost to the 18 seed. They did, they did, but you know that's they lost to the Knicks, right? Yes, mm-hmm. yes, they I, did. I can't. Even, that tournament feels so long. Ago. Yeah, it really. Uh, does. You know, that's just that's just tournament Knicks, you know, and that's just that's what happens. Also, now you believe in tournament history, I... but you still pick the Mavs. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is that comment? I don't understand that comment. Did I say that tournament history doesn't matter? I'm sure you said it at some point, actually. I'm pretty confident remembering you saying that means nothing. That actually kind of does sound like something I'd say. But 
Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. Back to back jazz to gaming. jazz gaming. The only thing I've ever said about jazz gaming is it should be playoffs or bust for them. I was saying this before the season even began. When you have a first overall pick and a third overall pick on your roster in two seasons, how can you not make the playoffs? And we're seeing now how you don't make the playoffs with a first overall pick and a third overall pick on your roster by playing just completely inconsistently. Um, Compete hasn't been doing enough, to, to put it as bluntly as possible. Compete has not played like a third overall pick. Um, Rhea, he's been good. I wouldn't... Uh, he's been kind of like DeAndre Aiden in the sense that, you know, first overall pick, um, but he hasn't... Flown under the radar. Flown under the radar, hasn't been as explosive of some others in part by due to the due to the nature of the game and the nature of what meta work, what metas work and what they don't work and which metas don't work. But yeah, and and yeah. the Jazz also just added, you know, uh, another first round pick in Lottie. Um, yep. So now they got three first round picks on the team. Um, you know, it's it's certainly interesting. It is certainly yeah. interesting. That's all I said about the Jazz this season, and I, you know, I I in my in the uh, season preview, I slotted them eighth because I was like, I was like, it, it, it's got to happen, right? When you have this talent on the roster, like. You got to make the playoffs, right? And they're six and six right now. the The odds say fifteen percent. Um, they have to win out against the Raptors, Bucks, Lakers, and Kings, uh, which is doable, to be sure. If you know, if if the Kings are in cruise control by that final week there, but um, it's going to be an uphill battle for them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. To say to say the least, I mean, they 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 essentially have two tough games, or you know, Raptors still have something to play for, I guess. So Raptors could be a tough tough. Not, uh, not a lot. The the, Rap- the Raptors are five and six right now. I think. Yeah. It's it's. Yeah, I think they're pretty much out of it too. But I think I wouldn't be shocked. Actually, no, they're actually, not. The Raptors on. do not. Pl- oh, oh, the Raptors have, only play schedule. one team over five hundred. Let the let the resident say. Raptors expert take over for a second here. Before there's any more okay. Raptors slander I, I was on the podcast, no, which Will is getting into, because that's the kind of uh, thing that Will does. Uh, okay, Will. I don't like the Toronto Raptors. I'm there okay it is. There Toronto it is. Raptors. There it is. There it is. Okay. I don't hate any Toronto teams. Raptors 2019 <laughs> NBA champions. I'm just gonna leave that there for a moment. Swept by the Wizards. Swept by Jeez, the Wizards. You're, you're going back like which? How many GMs years. ago was? How many GMs ago was that? Uh, precisely zero because we don't have a GM. Uh, that's what I thought. Speaking of GMs, we'll take that to mean games. That's an abbreviation for games. The Raptors have uh, five games left. Only one of which is against a team with a record above 500. That's the Celtics out. in Week Ten. The J. Uh, they've got the Jazz, who have a 500 yeah. record. They've got the Pistons, who are more bad. bad. I was going to say 1-12, but bad is the same thing. Uh, they have the Heat, who are, Len, insert your adjective here. Uh, should play for a top five. Um, should play for a top five pick next year. So. And the Knicks. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> and the Knicks, who are, as the eternally uh, verbose Will might say, bad. 
So the Raptors are not out of it yet. They they got they got to win five straight. I think that's pretty I mean, clear. But they're not out of it quite. They got to they got to beat the Celtics. Man, the Celtics have so much power in this playoff race. It's crazy. But not just that. The, like the okay. So basically, I'll become a Raptors believer if they win out week ten. If they don't, they're done. Yeah. If they don't win they, out week ten, I'm with you. Yeah, because those are two teams who are ahead of them in the race. Um. And they're the two teams that have a really good chance of beating them. Uh, the other three, obviously, I think Pistons is pretty much a, uh, a giveaway now. Uh, Pistons and Lakers seem to be the giveaway games now. So if they're in your schedule now, uh, you could go ahead and thank, the, thank whoever made these schedules at the beginning of the year. But outside of them, uh, I mean, it's it'll be interesting to see how Heat Check looks now that we're pretty much... Like, you know, they had a 1% chance last week of qualifying. Now they're pretty much done after uh, after losing last week. But um, it'll be interesting to see what they do. Famous seems like, you know, with his moves, I'm not sure. I don't know him too well. I don't know if with these moves he made late on in the year, like bringing in Moam, if that was a, uh, uh, you know, a foreshadowing move of what he's looking to do this off season, so he could have someone like that at his expense to keep, or uh, if he had no idea, they had no chance. I, I don't know him, but um, so it'll be interesting to see how they look these last weeks if they're going to play for um, if they're going to play for a, for a higher pick next year. Uh, you know, with the talk of people already solidifying where, where they'll be in three weeks. Um, so they're not playing to their best of abilities this week, or as we saw last week where many people got pissed. Uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how, how these teams go about it this year. Um, and I think Heat Check will be one of those teams I'll be looking at to see how they look. Uh, because they have looked better now, so it, it would be would be weird to see them lose out or not play as well as they have been playing in recent weeks. But uh, after heat check, then they play Knicks gaming. That's another team too, that could potentially have a high pick next year. So yeah. Yeah. The heat as well. They've just lost a lot of really close games. Kind of like last year's uh, warriors. Um, so, you know, fortunes can reverse for sure in the off season. Josiah, I've, I uh, wanted to bring up your comment about the Celtics holding so much power. I kind of want to circle back to the Celtics and Magic right now. First off, I believe both of you had the Celtics in your finals in your preseason predictions. Am I right about that? Yes. Uh, yes, you are. Okay. And one of you chose them to win it all, correct? Uh, uh, I think we both I think chose we both them to win, it all. to win it all. Did you, did you really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. For sure. Yeah. All right. I'm still a firm believer, as you see. I am very confident in them making the playoffs. <laughs> Josiah is having uh, second thoughts. I, I kind of picked them as the two teams to go along, but I also kind of need to pick the Nets. But no, but I mean, look, as I said, Fab's the best player in the playoff bubble. I I had Fab as my MVP, so yeah. Um, also, I want to point out, uh, with the Celtics and the Magic playing each other in Week 11... Um, very reminiscent of last oh, season. Oh, yes. Excellent. Oh, this is why man. Will hosts these podcasts. Yes. Redeeming moment yes. right there. Now, uh, my memory is actually a little fuzzy. They played each other in the final week last season, Yes, right? sir. It was the last game. The, it ma- was, yeah, it the was, Magic yeah. eliminated yeah. the Celtics. 
or yes, without control. Game. No, wait. Did the Celtics eliminate with them? control? No, control didn't play. Control didn't play, and yeah, that, that was the with, big thing. He, they, oh, so the Celtics him, eliminated the Magic, right? And then no, 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 okay. no, 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 no. The because, Cavs eliminated the Celtics, right? No, no, no. no the Cavs eliminated the Magic. The Magic beat the Celtics. Yeah, with con- exactly. with control yes. and the lineup control didn't play against the Cavs. That's what happened, I think. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, because yeah, because I remember specifically Celtics. All they had to do was beat Magic, and they were in the yep. playoffs. Yep. Because only seven teams made it uh, because of the because the Knicks. Uh, the Knicks had that eight spot. So uh, yeah, so the Magic had no chance of of uh, qualifying because the Knicks had the eight spot. So yeah, um, Celtics needed to beat the Magic, and then Magic beat them, and and. Erased all hope. Right, but the Magic needed the Magic could have made it with two wins in that final week, but they lost to the Cavs when they sat control. Yeah, correct. yeah, which is incredibly yeah. ironic this year. <laughs> it's it it's it's been uh, a lot can change in a year. A lot can change in a year. Let's just say that. But good job, Will. I'm, I'm impressed. And, I'm impressed. Yeah, you know, that's what I do. That's what I do. Um. Uh, any other teams that that you feel like we just have to talk about there in this playoff race? I think we should talk about the Bucks. Um, I think we got to talk about the Bucks because we. I was gonna say the Bucks. We haven't talked yeah, about the Bucks. Will's, the Bucks. Will's favorite team. Will's second yeah, okay. favorite team. What's up with the Bucks? Honestly, what what's up with the Bucks, Josiah? I think the Bucks kind of had a very important week. I think I think the Nets Bucks game may have been the most important playoff game of the week. The playoff picture. Game yes, it of was. The week. It definitely was. And it, it definitely. And they was. lost it. And um, yep. we should talk about that because now they're seven and six. Their odds are down to forty-two percent. Their odds have pretty much been, a, you know, around or, or above fifty percent uh, until this this loss. And they have three games remaining. They've got the Cavs and the Jazz in Week Ten, which is a, another important playoff week. Um, seven and six team, six and six team there. And then they've got the Knicks in week twelve, who are no longer really a pushover. They have a bye in week eleven. Um, they had the easiest schedule uh, besides the Raptors coming into these last four weeks of the season, and yet somehow it feels like they really tossed away a crucial, crucial game against the Nets in week nine. And you know, well, I mean, the the Nets are good. The Nets are so. good. No. Obviously. And I would have said the Nets tossed away a crucial game if they lost to the Bucks. It was just that crucial a game. Well, yeah. But you know the Bucks, as I said, are yeah. someone the model really liked since they had a lot of big blowout wins uh, throughout the course of this year. And you know the Bucks have had just a wacky season, and and I feel like you know that sort of culminates in them absolutely blowing the doors off the Lakers, um, and then you know having it all come down to three very, very important games in the last three weeks of the season. Yeah, I think with the Bucks, when I look at their schedule, um, I think theirs might have the most playoff implications, um, not just for themselves, but I think for all these teams in the race. You look at, you know, who they lost to last week, the Nets GC. This week they're coming into two teams who need wins. So, uh, you know, they could play a big part in whether Cavs Legion and Jazz Gaming still have a chance to qualify for playoffs this year. Um, yeah, so I, I, I don't know. I think, I think that um, just when I look at their schedule, I think that out of all the teams left in this um, 
you know traffic jam uh, for these last two spots. I think the Bucks will have the the biggest um, the biggest say so in in how many teams are left. I'm not sure if I could see the Bucks making it because um, I I think they would need to win out, and even when they even if they were to win out, I I think some other things would still need to fall in their favor as they did lose to the Nets and they don't play the Celtics or the Magic in these last. Um, uh, three weeks, and I think those are the three teams that you'd want to um, want to beat. They did uh, beat the Magic. They did beat the Magic. They actually they destroyed the Magic. That was Plondo's yeah. post scorer game. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I, I, I'm just saying in these last four weeks, though, um, where is it? Where if the Magic do win four out of five, or win five, uh, uh, win the rest of the season out, uh, I think you would have wanted to play Magic these next three weeks. Um, just so that you could have, you know, gave them an extra loss on their record and get and give yourself an extra win, but um, but we'll see though. I I don't know. I, like I said, I think that um, their week is probably the biggest uh, for the playoff race because they play Cavs, Legion, and Jazz gaming, and I think that would either um, uh, you know, benefit both of those teams or or make the race uh, smaller. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. I, I it'll be hard to hard to see them make it, in my opinion. But I'm not going to say they're at zero percent like Cavs Legion, though. They have a lot of tiebreakers, I believe. Yeah. And the funny thing is, I think they have good point differential too. They have very good point differential. They have good tiebreakers. Yeah, well, the model likes them. I'm telling you, the model likes them. Yeah. Um, I think they're one of the. I don't think any nine and seven team is going to make it. You know, it just seems that there are too many games between playoff hopefuls for a nine and seven team to make it. But if any nine and seven team were to make it, I could see it being the Bucks just based on you know their point differential and their tiebreaker wins. But those those two more wins they have to get would be the week ten games, right? Against the Cavs and the Jazz. Yeah. You know, they can't split those and then beat the Knicks. That that two and one is not gonna cut it. Not that necessarily yeah. any two and one is gonna cut it for them. You know what I was just thinking? Len brought up a point differential, and I was like, well, you know, you have the Lakers and the Knicks your last few games. Like, that helps the point differential a lot. Then I was like, if only they played the Pistons. (laughs) And then I remembered they played the Pistons. And they lost. And they lost to the Pistons. And that is the Pistons' only win of the season. Yeah. Yeah. And conversely, they're the only team to beat the Blazers, too. Which is which is hilarious. Yeah, yeah, that's true. and that that's that may true. be the so. single game performance of the year too by by A Rooks in that game. I that is an all time NBA two K league game performance. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but you still would have like you know coming off to the Blazer five win. Yeah, get the easy one in the Pistons. Well, see, they didn't they didn't reckon may... with Jacko, mate. <laughs> wow, did they say mate in New Zealand? <laughs> what? Yeah. Are you mixing them up with Australians? <laughs> I think that's just Australia. Do, do they say mate like that in New Zealand? <laughs> I'm thinking, I don't I legitimately know. No, don't hey, as know. a common, as a member of the Commonwealth, everyone says mate in the Commonwealth. Cat, okay. Canada. Do, uh, what? They don't say mate <laughs> no, in Canada. No, that's that's my member so of the Commonwealth. Confused. That's me as a member of the Commonwealth. Say so. You know everything. You know everything about the culture of like England and Australia and New Zealand. Well, yeah, everything before four hundred uh, CE. Yeah, pretty much. There's no. 
I'm gonna look this up after. Yeah, we're gonna. There's no way they say. There's no way they say. There's no. The funny thing, I. Well, that's my point. Why are you saying mate then? It's hard. If there's no way they say mate. The first article I ever wrote I'm on s- ANZ Pro-Am, I didn't know anything. I didn't know anything at all. And it was it was in the lead up to the APAC tournament. And um, I accidentally, I, I thought Jack, I totally at the time thought Jacko um, was from Australia, just as a matter of course, because I didn't know who the hell uh, was from Australia and who was from New Zealand in that in that community at the time. And I got a little ribbing from it for it. So I'm trying to continue the proud tradition. Nice. Okay. <laughs> so so you're messing with it. Absolutely. Oh, okay. okay. So I, you're 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 light years ahead of us then. We we have I'm, no idea what you were. I'm doing. actually not convinced that's just not a really <laughs> good save by Josiah. Oh, yeah, me neither. I'm streets ahead, as as they say in community. I okay. All right. Anyway, Anyways. I'm just saying, you're going to feel sick to your stomach if you're the Bucks and you're one win short and you realize you got, they got blown out by the Pistons, right? Like it was a double digit game, wasn't and it? it uh, I'm not sure if it, it was finished pretty... as a double digit game, but it was a double digit game at some point. I, it, it was I very convincing. That was, yeah. that was, oh, it, was, it was an eight point game. But it was definitely this a double digit how, game at some this point. This is how convincing it was. After... Um, uh, the Pistons got that win. I think a week later, I said that Plondo uh, has the case to be the best center in this league, and and Adam Rubin uh, from Pistons GT called me crazy uh, and said that he's uh, no better than May uh, or Joseph the Truth. Probably granted oh. because they just because May probably had his career game against Plondo that week, but uh, he did. I, it is May it, went that, off that that is. Yeah. I remember that because that's the only time I've seen. May in the post game winners uh, conference backstage. <laughs> well, if that's the only game they win, yeah. <laughs> yes, we yes <laughs> we jumped we jumped the Pistons up to like twelfth in our power man, rankings. I think after that, I hope because they look good with Jack. I hope no. Oh, yeah, I was a believer, man. When Jacko, uh, yeah, I was a believer when Jacko had that game, and I was, I was a believer. Like, oh man, maybe yeah. I was like, maybe the Pistons knew something we didn't. Man. I was on the yeah. Jacko trade. It, man. It, it looked like just this brilliant masterstroke from Ruben brings in Jacko. Jacko's this this scoring machine. Dirk Nowitzki and, yes. on three hours and of then, sleep, totally jet lagged, yeah. puts up I think twenty one points against a team that just beat the Blazers. Like Jacko, Jacko's the yeah. year. Jacko's rookie of the year. And um, yeah, and and we haven't seen him since like week six or something. Yeah, now, now all we see is uh, Splash King. Oh, man. Splash King played well in Week 9, too. Splash fair. King has played well in several weeks this season. Why are we talking oh. about the Pistons so much? <laughs> yeah. It's easy to talk about the Pistons. It's very easy. It's, it's also pointless. Um, <laughs> Jeez. I, 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 that came off a lot harsher. Oof. I meant it too. Oof. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Adam. We know. I'm we sorry, know which Adam. NBA 2K League team will hates oh, now. Oh my god. Oh, I don't hate anything except as much except as for ninety percent of the teams in Big Four sports. <laughs> That's true. I hate a lot of traditional sports teams. I don't hate any NBA 2K League team, especially not the Jazz. Especially not the Jazz. Especially not any team. Okay. I I 
obviously I think some teams are bad and some are good. That doesn't mean I Keep hate that them. same energy. Yeah. Keep yeah. that same I energy. I know. There's no room for nuance <laughs> on Twitter. So. Oh, so could we do this? Could we each say the two teams that we... Nope. Yes, damn it. Believe. It's not going to end well. Get those last two spots. This is not going to end well. Okay, go ahead, Josiah. Why me first? You're always first. Why? Uh, because. I, I'm i going to say... I'm going to say it's going to be two teams whose well, yeah. names include gaming. Um... I'm I'm gonna go with the Magic and the Nets. Okay. And so well, help me God, no, the Celtics. See, I've I've done a good thing here because if the Magic and the Nets make the playoffs, I look good. If the Celtics make the playoffs, it makes my championship prediction look less bad. So really, I've oh, covered so all my bases. You're covering your bases. I only thought yeah. of that now, um, so the prediction was entirely wow. sincere. Uh, but I'm gonna stick with it uh, because I'm emboldened by my quick save. Just, just brilliant. Thank you. He's, oh, he's saving. He's saving himself all over the place tonight. Go only ahead, one save. Um, for me, uh, this is probably this is probably going to be. Uh, I just said this team doesn't have a good chance at all, and I just quick did quick math in my head, went through their schedules I'm looking at right now, and I have to apologize, but I do think that they qualify. Um, Cavs. Similar to jo- similar to Josiah. Oh no, no, they're at zero. percent. They're at zero percent. They're out of here. But um, I'm going to say Bucks gaming and Ooh. the model respect Celtics that. Celtics gaming. I think those are the two teams. I don't like um, I don't like Nets gaming's last week. They play two really good teams and currently sitting at seven five. Even if they did win out this week and they lost both games next week, they'll sit sit them at nine and seven. Whereas I could see it being much more likely Bucks gaming win their next three games, putting them at ten and six. Obviously, that's better than nine and seven. And I see them getting over um, Nets GC. Uh, I also like Celtics gaming's uh, schedule rest of the season, and I just like how they've been playing lately. Um, when I look at Magic gaming's schedule, man, it just looks scary. Uh, I think this week. Um, yeah, those those Grizz strike some fear into into their hearts. There. Yeah, seeing that they got Wizards GG, seeing that they got Grizz gaming. No, but in all seriousness, they get they have Mavs gaming, Celtics gaming, um, and three teams who aren't necessarily uh, the easiest matchups. They are all winnable, obviously, but um, it would not shock me if they drop one of those games. Uh, would not shock me if they won all those games, but I, I just feel more confident saying uh, Bucks gaming and Celtics gaming. I, I like uh, their schedules uh, significantly more. Remember when the Hawks were like four and three? They looked good. They they looked like the best expansion team at one yes, point. Yes, sir. When Shots was at the height of his powers, and then uh, Shots on the post score. And then they join the club of uh, overthinking our identity. I, yep. I, I need to go. I need to 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 uh, go back and see who all is uh, officially in the club of overthinking our identity. I know Celtics gaming uh, was in there for a while, but they've seemed to yes. to figure it out. A, plenty of teams join that club uh, every season. Uh, we haven't had a good. Uh, Josiah hasn't had a, a good, you know, identity and integrity rant where he shouts it out and angrily bangs his <laughs> fist on the desk 
Uh, I mean, it, it may be. I'll time get there. I'll get there to do that. I'm going to see someone make a stupid decision in crunch time. It's someone, someone is going to do something that just makes Josiah so enraged. Someone is definitely going to do something. Some just boneheaded lineup change. Jeff Jeff is going to run radiant out switch. there on the post score. Uh, it's, no, yeah, Jeff. There's no and, way Jeff and, does that. Jeff is far too smart a coach and a person to do something like that. I, I Jeff probably learned from the shock ring slasher fiasco. Man, from season one, yeah. that was. Yikes. Wait, what about it? They, they, they put, put radiant, radiant on the shot slasher. Oh, oh wow! Man. I I don't I don't remember that. Yeah, I've tried to block I, that out from you, my memory. It's, all right, you, um, yeah, I'm getting mad. Now. I'm getting it. mad now. <laughs> Get mad. You don't remember it because it was so short lived. Terrible. Yeah, such, such ugly decision. Yeah. It's so. If. if know. Yeah. Someone's going to do something. Someone is going to do something stupid. And it's going to cripple their playoff hopes. Yep. To, to be fair, I do not like uh, Plondo at post score. I don't like it. So I hope that the Bucks uh, get away from that. But you drafted RSG based on his post scoring alone. Run the man at the post score. I don't like that they play him either. Yeah, Bring back well, Big Meek, man. We, we need Meek. Big Meek. We need Meek yeah. back. We need Meek in town. The Bucks are really sitting the best stretch big in the entire league right now. Such a I don't think he's the best stretch big. Uh, Jin, Jin might want uh, who, to have a conversation with you. Who but. shoots? Who shoots better than me? Shoot, shooting and best are different. No one is yeah. a sweeter I mean, shooter. Most efficient. No one is a sweeter shooter than Big Meek. I would take Trey over Big Meek. Uh, Jin too. I I I'm not. I don't. Jin is not as much overall, a stretch four in my mind. It's, he's not as much a slashing stretch four. I didn't say anything about overall prowess. Yes, you did. Said you said best. As in shooting. Stretch does not really stretch is not fly. equal shooting. Yeah. Yes, no, it, does. it doesn't. That's why they're called no, stretch. No, it's just a position. Well, needless, needless to say, they're sitting the it's most efficient shoot, uh, stretch. Shot. No. All right, yes. yes. Yeah. Better you say them. That's exactly what I meant. That's what you meant. Yes. That's not what you said. That's not what you said. It's basically what it's I not said. what you said. You then. just didn't understand. No, it. I it's tell me that Trey is not a stretch four. Tell me that he's not better than Meek. Uh, overall, as overall, a player, as a okay, not, there we go. Not a better shooter. I think he's just utilized. Uh, here's here's like the difference. Here's the difference. I'm reading it as best space stretch four, and then you're reading it as best stretch space four. Yeah. And you're wrong. Nope. On what where am I wrong? Based on my decision, you are wrong. Oh, based on based on your interpretation? Yes. Well yeah. Yes. Because that's not that wasn't my it, actual question. But it's what you said though. It's, <laughs> yeah. Letter of the law, spirit of the law debate reignited on the Dimer podcast. I'm I'm wrong about a question I didn't even ask. You're wrong about a question you very much asked. I mean, I do see what Josiah's saying. You one did say he's the saying. best. Uh, oh, chalk it but up then once to I a, corrected it. Chalk it up to a jazz oh fan God. to be rigid in his interpretation of his questions. Meek's Meek's the best shooter from the power forward position. Meek is a phenomenal shooter and a phenomenal gift maker. 
He should be yeah. out, he should be out there, man. If they you know they have three must win games. Put the man at point guard for God's sakes. Run him on a sh- run him on a pure sharp or whatever. Put him at point guard. Uh, let him shoot. I don't know about that, but well, I mean, considering the Bucks' current point guard situation, I'm being facetious, but um, <laughs> you know, you may actually be. I I, I now know. that I say it, I'm like, you know what? <laughs> if if they lose another game, like. <laughs> There, I've heard, I've thought up worse ideas before. If okay, if the Bucks lose their next yeah. game, please, yeah. please put Let's me make it at happen. the point guard. I, I just want to see. Let's something. start the movement. I just want to see something. Yeah, make it the one. Yeah, let's let's get this going. Wait, so all right, so <laughs> Will has cleverly been dodging his his predictions for which two teams will make the playoffs. Okay. You want to yes, hear I do. That's why I said you've been dodging your two predictions. Nets and Celtics. Any thoughts? I'm just going to let that sentence hang for a little bit, digest it a little bit, let the silence sort of take hold, and then... Uh... What's uh, what's holding you back there, buddy? My my, my, my issue with picking both the Nets and, Cel- Nets and Celtics... Um, I kind of like it. Is that they both play? They both play the Pacers last week, and I think you're counting on them to. You know, both beat the Pacers you know who the Celtics play. Lakers gaming. Yeah, no, I like I like the Celtics. I kind of like that. I think call. just picking yeah. both of them. I think just picking you both can... of them though. Like you're counting on both of them to win that week. Like uh, do well week twelve. Uh, I kind of like hey, it. So I kind of like it actually. I kind of. Li- I think it's a front running move for sure. Um... <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> um... I, I kind of like it. Um, yeah. I, I, I think it's very clear. I think, no, what I think it is, is, you know, you're picking the Celtics to beat the Magic. And, you know, by doing so, you're, you're very much well within your rights to pick them to, uh, to make the playoffs subsequently. If the, well, if, yeah. I'm, I'm mostly uh, picking the Celtics to beat the Lakers and assuming that they're actually 7-5. and five. It's a very good place yeah, to be that's, right that's now. Yeah, that's, so. um, that's a pretty solid assumption, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I, that's what I think. You see, Josiah always comes around to my, uh, my takes. No. If you, he, if he you always... pick the Mavs to make the playoffs right now, he, I would not 100% be down for that. He, what the Mavs? What? Just huh? just out of contrary, just out of contrary in principles. Oh, oh, well, yeah, the Mavs I mean, are. We all know you hate the Mavs, so I don't hate the Mavs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think that's been the yeah. narrative of this podcast, though. Don't we not hate just, anybody? We don't hate anybody. Just want to say, just want to remind everyone again. I picked the Mavs to be the second seed. So, um. Anyway, Toronto Raptors, twenty nineteen NBA champions, swept by the Wizards. Uh, I it, I think that's it. We're we're over an hour right now, um. So it's kind of a long time to go. I, bl- uh, I blame Will. We <laughs> we had uh, at least one other topic lined up, but um, we got so busy talking about all these playoff teams. It's convenient. It's this topic would tread on toes. Uh, yeah, it kind of already has, yeah. too. So, uh, take that as you will. Will's, Will's um, been burning bridges. 
Josiah, where can the people find you in all of your wonderful, wonderful content? Like the playoff odds. The playoff odds are good stuff. Um, the people can find me in all my mistakes and terrible takes and whatnot on Dimer2k.com or and this podcast and this pod. Def- I think I'm craziest on this podcast. I think I'm fairly sane on Twitter. We we let but it pretty fly crazy on this, on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. I think the people who just who think we're not crazy just don't listen far enough in i get tired and cranky and so you know just i really i I let fly uh you can find me on dimer you can find me on twitter at josiah cohen 13 len yeah i mean you could find me on the seventh band podcast oh wait that's where you found me right now oh Um, oh uh, you could also find me on Twitter at Len underscore 2K. I, um, you know, I, 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 I like to let some takes fly on Twitter. I'm, I'm a little less reserved. Um, Len lets it fly than others. Yeah, I'm a little less reserved on Twitter, but uh, it's all in good fun. Hey, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna throw criticism if it's not needed. I'm also gonna throw You're praise. Gonna throw a lot of criticism yeah. when it, when you feel it's needed. Yeah, I mean, hey, you're in the spotlight now, but um, I'll also give praise when it's needed as well. So just know that. Play good, and I will uh, let let the people know it. Um, so yeah, you can find that on Twitter at len underscore two k, and then yeah, I also write some stuff on dimer two k dot com. Um, yeah, that's pretty pretty much it. You can find me on Twitter at will beverina b e v e r i n a. I give more DC sports takes than actual. 2k league takes but uh they're still dc sports takes yes yes most mostly (laughs) it's mostly dc sports anger um at the current situation of literally every franchise but um yeah follow dimer at dimer 2k but if you're listening to this podcast and you don't follow dimer then what are you doing uh go to dimer2k.com uh, for all of your NBA 2K League needs. We have playoff odds up there, um, which uh, are definitely interesting to say the least. Um, so that's going to be it for this podcast. We will be back next week to probably just talk about the playoffs again uh, because I'm sure things will get even tighter and more teams will be eliminated without a doubt. And um, it's just going to get more and more interesting every week as we slowly whittle things away let's find out who uh who correctly predicted the final two playoff teams which uh inevitably um none of our predictions will pan out but um see you guys next week and uh talk to you then